0: Welcome to our press conference to preview our game against Luton and we'll start off with Alan at Sky.
1: Afternoon, Sean. Um, How quickly football can
0: change? How pleasing has this week been for you the past seven days or so? Um, It's only been pleasing in the sense I think the players have put a lot of effort into getting the rewards that I think we've already been due this season, but we haven't got. Um, I'm pleased with the relentless attitude of the players to keep performing, Um, you know, because that's a key factor if results aren't coming your way. You can't just wait for them to happen, you have to make it happen. I think the last two performances we have done that changes the mood though doesn't it there's smiles on faces around Finch Farm I don't think there's particularly any grimaces Um, I would hope not we certainly try and work in an environment where there's a a consistency to what we do um, and a consistency in the feel of what we do so uh, yeah I think they're pretty balanced about the situation Um, just small steps but uh, to a bigger picture you you spoke in the build up to the last two
1: games about intent and desire um, and body language too do you feel you've got all
0: of that from your players last couple of games? Yeah, I think so, and I think particularly um, a number of changes for the game uh, last night, change of formation, the delivery of it, the open-mindedness towards it from the group, um, and that's a good sign. I think it's a squad mentality. You know, we've, we've thin on numbers slightly and we've got bodies coming back to full fitness, but you want that clear-mindedness of the squad. Um, whatever challenge we present as a coaching team with the shape and the tactics, and also, whatever challenges the opposition present, you know, and taking the games on. And I think we're, we're beginning to show real signs of, of that mentality. Is that about taking
1: messages on board? You talk about changing formation and tactics. At the end of the day, it's the players who've got to deliver on the
0: pitch, isn't it? It is. Um, I think the staff have worked diligently. We spoke quite uh, considerably about the change of players and the change of formations and, and what we could do that we thought was best. Um, and I've been pleased with the staff's delivery of that on the training ground because I think that's important. But, but equally, and probably more so, that the way the players are, you know, took to it and, and really delivered a very, very good performance. You are pleased for Dominic Calvert Lewin, um, two
1: goals um, in in two appearances, well, one and a half, really, wasn't it? Um, is he fit enough to play back to back games now? Being Wednesday, Saturday.
0: Well, I'm pleased for him. First of all, um, you know, he's dug in for a long time, and, and we've tried to. Um, come away from the pressure of just putting him straight back in all the time and, and hopefully that will pay dividends in the longer term for him and for us. Um, I think he's looked sharp in the games. We obviously knew that you know, we're building him back into um, first-team football, hence why we, we got him off um, at a reasonable kind of state of the game uh, last night. But yeah, he can only get fitter and sharper. Jack Harrison I thought was excellent, I said, after the game. Not, because, not be, you know, necessarily because of his technical and tactical performance in the sense of um, being as sharp as he will get, but for someone who's hardly had any any football really, uh, he's had training time. I must be clear, but actual football, as in playing games at this level, then it's been minimal for a long period. And I thought he was really sharp and did really well. Are, are you pleased that you've got options then? Because uh, you know there's been a, a lot of onus and
1: responsibility in a way on, on Dominic Calvert-Lewin delivering for you, hasn't it? Now you've got Beto as well. Um, I know you talked about possibly playing the two together at some stage. It might be too early, but you've you've got options there. And I don't think the crowd, the fans at Goodison. Well, they'd understand if if Dominic didn't start on Saturday.
0: I think we've got uh, we've been trying to work on the attacking team shape and options. Um, as you know, you know from last season, getting more bodies into the box, getting more quality going forwards, more quality chances. So I've been pleased with that. And then obviously, if you've got more people who you think can deliver in their areas, then then that's important. But it's not just down to one player or two players. You want the whole team to understand um, the delivery of performances. I mean, Jimmy Garner thought was excellent last night gets his first goal and a very good goal it was too. You know, getting goals from midfield, from set-pieces with Tarkis last weekend. Um, but, of course, you know, you strikers are there, as, or you hope anyway, to score goals. They love it, we love it, the fans love it. So it's a good mixture when that can happen. But it's really a team mentality and we've been constantly reinforcing that to the group.
1: So on the back of two wins, it's Luton Town on Saturday at Goodison. Is there an added expectation now on winning that game? I think the fans will expect it to beat. Well, there's, a,
0: there's an absolutely. expectation... Everton Football Club, every game. That's certainly been very, very clear to me since I've been here. Every game is a winnable game. Every game we should expect to win. Every game we go in it to win it. And that is the expectation of being at um, Everton Football Club. I've learned that very quickly.
1: What have you made of Luton? They can't be high on confidence given what happened to them in the League Cup as
0: well this week. Yeah, I don't think they'll be too worried about that in the sense that they made a lot of changes. Um, they're working very hard in games. They're playing structured. They're trying to get the ball forwards. They're trying to ask questions of the opposition. It's always a tough ask coming up, um, but but they're, they're, they're working hard in games. So we've certainly got to deliver a performance. We we certainly take no one lightly, um, that's for sure, and the players know that.
1: It was your 500th game as a manager last night, how does that make you feel? Older. Fancy another 500? No. Nope. <laughs> if
0: they come my way, great. You're not going to make the 1,000 club? Yeah, who knows? Um, I won't be going as long as Roy, that's for sure. Amazing as he is and he knows that, I've told him that a hundred times.
1: Bouncing last night after that yeah. win. Oh uh, yeah, a lot of work to be done. Well, good luck against uh, Thank Luton you. and Bournemouth. Pitcher can change quickly, can't
2: it? <laughs> Hi Sean, um, what have you made of Luton's start in the Premier League? You've been in that position, you know how difficult it is to step up, how do you think they've done?
0: Well, they're certainly working as a team. I know that. They're working hard and they haven't been put off, I don't think, by their start. They're still taking the challenge on. Um, it is difficult. As you said, I've been, I've been down that road. It is difficult um, and, it, and it, it feels different, obviously, because, you know, the beginning is exciting for everyone, for the fans, the club and everything. And then as the games go by, if you're not getting them wins, it feels difficult. But at the end of the day I've, I've, I've watched them you know two or three times already this season and they're fighting they're working so they haven't lost that and I'll be reminding the players the players know that anyway you know we, we're constantly speaking to them about the opposition in the sense that there's no easy games every game's a challenge we want that mentality um, for every performance we want to take it into the game against Luton because that's important for our
2: group. Do you remember what it was like at this sort of stage of your first Premier League season and getting to grips with all the changes asking players to do completely different roles to what they've been used to in the, previous campaign as
0: well yeah and it's uh you know it's a constant um a constant situation you know the the manager the coaching staff there the players they'll all be adapting as quick as they can getting the players to adapt as quick as they can and it's just a constant workload you know that's what it is um and i'm not saying it's not in all of football by the way but the premier league it just brings that extra intensity and that extra you know, the kind of the, the media angle, the, the viewpoint, it just it just grows as the season goes on. So it does take a bit of getting used to, it. not just on the pitch, I mean, the whole thing. Um, but like I say, I'm, I'm well aware they're still working, they're still fighting.
2: Do you mean in terms of the eyeballs that run your games all of a sudden? Yeah,
0: well, all of it, everything, you know, you, the individual players getting more attention just because of being in the Premier League, the team and the club getting more attention being in the Premier League, um, you know, sort of getting used to that whilst delivering performances, whilst the, the questions good, bad and indifferent come for you as an individual, you know, players, coaches, managers, all of it. Um, and I think it does take an, an adaptation to get used to that. And that's the blend of that, the on-the-pitch challenge is quite obvious. The Premier League would arguably one of the toughest in the world. So that's obvious. And then the rest of it comes with it. And I think there is a period where you, you've got to adapt to it quickly, obviously. And uh, and that, that is a challenge. Do
2: you think people underestimate that aspect of it? Because you talk... We talk a lot about what happens on the pitch, but that getting used to being at this level, especially for a club like Luton, who've not been here for a very, very long time.
0: I'm not sure they underestimate it. I just think it, you just have to get used to it. No, no, you no, know, we oh, um, in terms of the adaptation. Um, well, I don't think so. I think um, I mean I don't focus on every other club, but I, I think people seem to be, you know, looking at Luton and going well. One of the things they've put some money into it, but they're not not masses because they're obviously looking at the stadium and, and all the things that need to be done for a club. And I presume anyway, I'm only, you know, gathering sort of from the outside looking in all the ups and downs of Luton Town Football Club down the years. And then suddenly they get back in the Premier League and we know the wealth it brings, trying to juggle that, trying to find out still to be competitive as a unit and trying to be in the Premier League against the future and all these things. You know, it's it's difficult. So I don't know whether people judge, I don't know what the right word is. I think there's a bit of understanding, I would suggest, from from football at large, of their situation. Um, from my point of view, all of that goes out the window. You know, you've got to be ruthless. You know, people do it to us. So, you know, there's there's no none of that going on. I respect it. But when the when the whistle blows, we've got to be ruthless. We've got to we've got to play well. We've got to deliver a performance. We've got to take on the game to win. And that's, that's the, the, the reality of being in the Premier League, especially when you have a football club, our winning mindset has to be um, delivered when the whistle blows.
2: Focusing on your team, is this the closest we've been to your version of Everton since you arrived?
0: Um, I think the, the, the bigger picture of it is not just performances. I think when I got here, we, we know there's kind of a, a, an imbalanced squad. We've had to thin that down for some for financial reasons, try and work in the market and give it more of a balance. Um, currently, it's getting there. It's not still quite there because of injuries, but, I mean, you know, we we knew that we'd have to go with skinnier numbers. We knew that we'd have to get a more balanced squad. I don't think we've done that well. Um, regards of performances, I think we've been up and down at times, but I think generally the performances have been good. Um, and the last two games, you get reward for them performances, but i said all along, I thought the, you know, the, the, the first and the third game, I think it was of the season, um, Fulham and Wolves, I thought, very good performances. You know, you're, you're a goal away from the whole thing. J- referee's decision in the first one, that could change everything. Um, but I've been pleased with the relentless attitude of my staff, myself and the players to keep working and keep delivering. And uh, I think that's been really important. And uh, you know, I commend the players on that because it's not easy when the noise is, you know, not so positive and the noise around the club, and the noise around the situation, new owners and all the same stories keep coming around. I've said recently, we're the only ones that can change the story and the players are beginning to, to grip that, but now it's about continuation, it's about consistency.
2: How's the squad looking injury-wise?
0: Yeah, nothing uh, too major. Miko came off with it, you know, someone we've got to be careful with it, we we'll how he is tomorrow. Um, I think there's a few knocks, but nothing too major. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Sam. Excuse me. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, just on, great for Jack Harrison to, to get some
1: game time now. Is he now in your thoughts for every game or... Do you have to be a little bit
2: careful with him because he's only just
0: come back? Yeah, I think it's a a fine line. I mean, I spoke to him about playing. There was a game Tuesday night. We wondered whether to get him 90 minutes in that. But he was so clear-minded. He's been clear-minded in training. He's had a good training period. It was only the game schedule. We couldn't quite, um, excuse me, guarantee for him. Um, But no, I spoke to him and he he was absolutely clear-minded. And when players are like that, it's often the best way of being when you think they can play. Um, and I thought he delivered very, very well, particularly tactically. I think he's got a good understanding of his role tactically and we know he can play, uh, deliver technically and, and fitness and sharpness will come. And But he seems he clear-minded, his body certainly does, so we're very pleased for him.
1: And you spoke earlier a little bit about the, the
2: change of formation the other night. Is that something that now gives you an option to do maybe in a league game or? How, how will that work in terms of what you might do? Yeah, I mean, board? it's. Uh,
0: I said for all them years, everyone said I could only do four four two. I said all the time, it, it's got to suit the players. It's got to be what the players can deliver. I think we've got a more flexible group here. You know, I think they can deliver in different tactical situations. I've said all along, we've got some very good players it's about maximising them as individuals and their group as a. the group as a, uh, the potential of the group, sorry. inevitably, you've got to win. Whatever tactics you play, you've got to win. But equally said to the group, Tactics are one thing; it's the delivery, the delivery of a performance. That's key. It always is. You know, we can all debate tactics. We, we do endlessly now. Um, tactics when you could lose a game, you know, the tactics are still right. You just haven't delivered it. You haven't delivered what the plan was, and that's sometimes the way it goes. So, I'm always quite balanced about the tactical view. But it's the intent and the desire of the performance. And I think I've been really pleased with that, no matter what shape we've changed so I've been really pleased with that side of things, and and we want more to come from the group. You know, we want to establish a consistency of that that kind of clear mindedness and all knows who's pointing the right direction. It's an old fashioned term, but it's a fantastic thing when that happens and you get all players are aligned, ready to do whatever they have to do, no, regardless of tactical understanding, just delivering a performance. And I think that's been so well. Excuse me. <coughs> Hi Sean, uh, Amazon on ours plays a little bit deeper in the
1: past two games, do you think that's a role that he can really find consistency and make his own as he plays there
0: quite a lot for Belgium and even Len Idrissa Garnaghy then go on and maybe use his energy to press higher up? That's something. That yeah you I can mean it's uh, we, we've flexed that for, since I've been at the club really because they've been the mainstay of the three in midfield, not literally but mostly they've been the mainstay. Um, we've we've looked at it, flexed it, you know the one and the two, the two and the one, um, and working as a three, even a flat three at times in certain games. and. More often than not, they've delivered. Um, Amadou's young, he's learning. Uh, we want him to be open-minded about the difference in the, the three roles in midfield. Um, I could still see him. He's got the capability, certainly the physical capability, to go into the number 10 spot and crash the box from wide areas and that sort of thing. Um, but his, his history suggests he's, he's slightly better when he's slightly deeper. I thought him and Jimmy were excellent last night. Um, had good games at the weekend, both of them in slightly different roles. Um, you know, Yet again, open-minded from two young players who are growing and maturing in the Premier League.
1: Some people forget how young Amazon is just because
0: you know, it I think it's just the way the game's gone. You know, someone was remarking on it if you remember a couple of weeks ago. I don't know whether you're here, but I said if that player was two million euros or something, everyone would be going, Yeah, he's a young player, seeing how he goes. As soon as you put a big price tag, the demand goes up immediately, but they're still a young player, they're still the same person. So, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're young in their in their true understanding of the Premier League, and I think they've got a, a massive future in front of them. Him, him and, and I think Pato, and I think. Uh, Jimmy, you know, uh, amongst others, you know, still learning their way through the Premier League. And it takes a while to get that, that depth of knowledge. But I think they're all doing a very good job.
1: You have a young player in your squad, Gareth Bramble, of course, yesterday. The club are in talks of maybe tying him down to a new deals or anything that you can comment on that?
0: No, he's got a long term deal at the moment. Um, and he's, he's settled, he's playing, he's going very nicely, he's learning as he goes. Another young player, of course, but slightly different. He went out for a, a season last season at, um, abroad and did very well there and then bringing that into the Premier League, he's getting sharper, he's seeing the picture better. Yet again, still not overcoaching him, that's for sure. He's going along nicely. So just let him continue to learn as he is doing. Thanks, Will. You <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Sean, was another way, away win last night. Um, the results at Goodison haven't matched that yet. Is there any reason you've been able to sort of identify? Yes, scoring a goal, Simple as that. Two very dominant performances at home with the beginning of the season. Didn't score that one in, you know. It's it's the the fine lines of, of football. when Them games should have really, with the, the performance levels, been dealt with before the end of the game. That's for sure. Shouldn't be scrambling around towards the end of the game, but it wasn't. You know, you have got to score goals, and we're beginning to see that the team is capable of scoring goals, and uh, and I think that's a, a good sign. But you don't. There's nothing in the mentality
2: of the team or anything when play no, the players. I, no, I don't. Really. No, Goodison's
0: been great. The the crowd, the noise, the feel. So no, no, no. It's it's just about the final moments, you know, uh, the clinical side of a of a performance. And I think that's beginning to show signs. As I said, that cutting edge is beginning to come. Um, long may it continue. And and you've spoken about wanting to to build the bond with the fans a bit more. How important is it then with these two home games coming up to to end that winless running? Um, well, no, I think it's continue building. I think there's a bond there anyway. There certainly has been in my time since I've been here. I've certainly encouraged it. Um, so it's, it's, it's just building stronger. You know, that's what we want. We want the fans to see a team that can give everything as well as with some quality. And there's been signs that earlier this season. I think once you reinforce that with winning, of course, then everyone everyone believes more and everyone encourages each other and the, the, the bond just gets tighter. So that's something that we believe in. It's something we want and something we've got to keep delivering to keep improving that.